You're listening to the Podcast Factory. Yes, greetings everyone. This is Kabaka Pyramid from Kingston, Jamaica. I, I'm actually in the uh, beginning of making a, a song that's called Stop Touching My Belly, I'm Lactose Intolerant. When I was, you know, when I was a baby, I was really into just uh, doing weird pictures and I wanted to be an artist when I was a kid. I just want to be able to continue on doing what we're doing and have Metal Church get out there to get to the level where the band deserves to be, where Kurt Vanderhoof deserves to be, and the music that he's written. That, that's what I would like. But all you had to do was be able to make some noise and express yourself and it was complete freedom and there were no rules and no expectations. There was simply self-expression. Reach to the stars, uh, do the best you can. Put all your energy behind whatever you partake in life. Do the best, do it 100%. Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of What's Your Story? I'm David and today we have the opportunity to have a chat with Sam Medina. Now, Sam Medina plays the bad guy in the new movie Mile 22, starring Mark Wahlberg. Um, and it appears he's always the bad guy in films. Now, he has worked with the muscles of Brussels and apparently is also a prepper. Growing up in communist Vietnam, he made his way into the States and in front of our mic. No, no, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so you're calling me from Belgium, my, uh, my publisher says. So, you know, I actually... Besides what I've done with Maltway 2, I actually worked with um, Jean-Claude Van Damme a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the muscles from Brussels. <laughs> yeah, the muscles from Brussels, man. Yeah, I worked with him quite a few times. You know, cool, really, really cool guy, you know. So, but yeah, man, uh, Mile 22, I, I'm excited for everybody out, uh, out in the world to see, you know, what we did. So, and I hope that they enjoyed the film, you know. According to the government, we do not exist for ghosts. We are very real. And we get things done. Pray, pray, pray. Do you want to live in a world where everybody feels cozy and validated all the time? Or do you want to live in a world that works? We fight new wars. The old options, military, diplomacy. They don't always succeed. Sometimes you need a third option. That's Overwatch. According to the government, we do not exist. For ghosts. But we are very real. And we get shit done. I'm only gonna outline this one time. Nine pounds of radioactive isotope is missing. It's enough to make six major cities uninhabitable. He knows exactly where it is. Stop where you are, sir! On your knees! Get out! What do you want? I want out of the country. He's wanted for espionage. We're talking about a corrupt, low-level cop. You're sitting here indicates he's not so low-level. Be careful. You fucking be careful. <laughs> Do you have men wandering our embassy? You're good there. Can I trust you? Put me on a plane to the U.S. and I'll give you everything. My state of a gangster from the 40s. To go. There's no watch operation. The goal is deliver that package to here, mile 22. Look, you know the game this is. Well, I promise you, I'm nothing like in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm more of a funny going guy, man. You know, I'm silly. I'm goofy. I'm all about having fun. You know, it's nothing too serious. I think life is serious and and work is serious. So for me, you know, I I take it easy. And if you talk to me, or when the fans and the world talk to me, um, you know, they they get, they kind of get the sense of who I am as a, as a human being more than just what you see me do in in the film. So so it's, it's going to be different, you know, because. And when I'm in the film, I'm always doing something bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm always killing somebody. I'm always hurting somebody. So you get to see the worst side of me. You don't see the other side of me. <laughs> But that's so, the, that's the advantage, you know. You only live once. Yes, 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 yes. And once is enough, and you actually make it worthwhile. You know. That's uh, the whole idea of, of uh, carpe diem, huh? making a life out of yourself. Yes. Yes, of course, most definitely, brother. I mean, it's, um, that's what life is about, you know, just making the best of whatever it is that you have and whatever it is that you choose to do, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I've been through the worst of the worst in life, brother, so I, I don't take anything for granted and everything is a gift in life for me. Mm -hmm. And so, no, like, you know, let's talk. I mean, I want the reason why you talk to me because... You want people to get to know about me more than just an actor, so yeah, yeah we, can, we can definitely talk, brother. We can yeah. definitely talk, no doubt about that. Um, you, you've been having uh, quite quite a, a game changer in your life um, from when you grew up in Vietnam and moved to the States. Yes, yes, uh, it was a, a big change, man. You know, I didn't speak the language when I came to United States, so. It was uh, a surreal experience, but it was the best opportunity that my family could could have for me, because because in Vietnam, uh, a lot of those Asian countries, when you get 17, they take you to go to war. You you, you know, there's still guerrilla warfare, so you know you 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 have to go fight the battles in the jungle, and and so if you don't. Um, You know, if you don't go, they, they arrest you, they put you in jail. And the reason why, you know, I came to United States is because my family didn't want me to end up, you know, dead going to war. State may not be the best in everything, brother, but it still is the best country that whatever you want to do in life, you can make it happen. You can come here and you can be the poorest person. You can go to college, it's paid for, and you make a good life for yourself and you send money back to your family wherever you are or you can send money back and bring your family over so i think that it's still the land of the opportunity brother hmm. for me that's that's how i see it you know and how um, were you received in, in your neighborhood um i, I uh, it was it was uh odd because i grew up in an all-black neighborhood but it was cool because they embraced me and they taught me about the street life they taught me how to survive They taught me the language, sports. I mean, I got to learn what it's like in America from the ground up to where there was nothing sugar-coated in the neighborhood that I was in. And so that helped me a lot as, as a teenager to, to, to an adult, what life is about. And you got to work extremely hard. You got to have that work ethic and the mentality to, to make something out of yourself. So um, it was weird first because, like I say, it was a big change of scenery but it, it's still an amazing blessing because i got to learn so much and i applied those things i learned uh, uh, until now for the rest of my life on my on my career my journey my life 
So it, it's definitely a, a game changer. It's definitely amazing. And then you know, life is what you make it, brother. You know what I mean?、Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if if I if someone told me back then, or even 15 years ago, that you would be an actor, and now people interview you, and、uh, you know, people ask you this and that, I would tell you, there's no way. But we're here. We're talking about it, and you know, I take everything for what it is, and I make the best of that opportunity, brother. Now, what was the biggest shock when you came over? What was things that we take for granted and that you were like shock? Yeah. <laughs>、um, the biggest shock was、um, you ready for this? Yeah. I'm gonna make you laugh. So when my wife, my 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 aunt, was、uh, writing letters for us、uh, before we came to the United States,、mm-hmm. there was a, an abbreviation called LA. So we thought that it was Los Angeles when we're going to,、mm-hmm. but we didn't end up in Los Angeles, Louisiana. That was the biggest shocker for me because we didn't know where New Orleans, Louisiana, at the time was. <laughs> so <laughs> that was the biggest thing that we were we we ended up in a whole different state than California. That was like a, a shock for me. <laughs> <laughs> Now,、um, I, I, I could also read in, in your bio that、um, you were in New Orleans when Katrina struck. Oh yes,、uh, was、um, that was a big game changer again, brother.、Um, we lost everything. Everybody lost everything there. I was one of the people that helped rebuild New Orleans.、Um, if anybody watched the news all over the world. I was one of the Hispanic guys outside of、um, Home Depots and Lowe's, you know,、mm-hmm. trying to get a construction job to survive. So that was a big thing right now, and I pray that the people in North Carolina right now that they're going to be okay with it. There's a big hurricane that's going to hit them. Yeah,、uh, pretty, uh, bad, pretty bad. Florence.、Uh... Yes, yes, brother. So I pray for them, you know, that everything's okay and they they take the precaution so they can be okay. Um, because those things, man, it's, it's it's tough, man. Water when water hit your town and it sits there, it destroys everything, man. You know. That, does it give、and、you? So, a, a, that does it give you a, a sense that nature is is too powerful to control? Yes, you can only do the best you can, and just be prepared to react. Be prepared to rebuild. Be prepared to work your butt off, and 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 you know, despite the obstacles and what life and nature throw at you, just be prepared to to react a certain way, and 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 you know, get yourself up, pick yourself up, and and just continue life. And you have to be that way,、uh, and that's what I learned with Katrina, because we lost everything. Um, and so, Mother Nature is definitely more powerful than any one of us. Can、uh, can handle, can think of, and so you do the best you can in prep, brother.、Uh, and once again,、uh, just it's not what's happening to you, but how you react to it. You know. Now、um, you mentioned it that that you you did construction.、Um, where did the interest in film come?、Uh, at what age? At what time?、Um, were you already doing auditions while you were working in construction, or? No, 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 no. I was doing construction, but we were all getting really, really ill. We were getting sick because of all the mold that we were smelling. 
And so I wanted to change my job. And the only thing that was happening in Louisiana, in New Orleans, after Katrina was the movie industry. And so I started out like Matt Damon, like Ben Affleck, uh, doing extra work, getting paid $50 a day. Sometimes I didn't eat. Sometimes you don't get food. And that was my journey of my beginning. My humble beginning was, was no money, but I wanted to learn a trade. I wanted to learn the business. And so I did anything and everything I could to get myself in front of the right people. And I trained a lot. I went and I seeked out the best. So, uh, uh, and that's the main thing I always stress with any young actors who ask me how they can, how they can get into business or anyone who's in the business who asks me, what does it take? Well, mm -hmm. I tell them that you work extremely hard and uh, most people don't take training seriously, and that's where they fail. You know, uh, um, I think that, you know, just like right now, brother, you wouldn't trust me to open up your heart right now if you didn't, if you didn't think I went to school for a heart surgeon, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. So why would a director and producer trust you as an actor in front of the camera if you don't train? It's the same thing, you see? And that's where most people fail at is because of the training. Um, if anyone tells you acting is natural, they're lying to you. It's not natural at all. Like, if I, for instance, you and I, we're men. When we grew up, our parents tell us, stop being a sissy. Stop <laughs> having feelings. Just don't worry about it. Move on. Stop worrying about it. Move on. Be a man about it. These are the things that are told to us when we're young. And so when you become an actor, you no longer have that access to your emotions and, and, and all these things that you're made of. And so you got to retrain yourself, your mind, your heart, everything, what it's like to actually get to know yourself. And so it is, it is a training tool. It is a, a learned, a relearned exercise it's not something that comes natural you have maybe five percent of people that's natural you know your Meryl Streep she's a natural but you know how many people are like Meryl Streep none and so and so for me I take it as so okay I need to train like right now while I'm talking to you mm -hmm. I just came out of the dealership but I just came out of a training session I train twice a day two hours each time and so, and so, you know, for me, training is the main key of, of teaching you, teaching you discipline. If yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, but you, you also have um, a lot of time in the gym. That's also really a, a, a good sense of, of discipline, you know, uh, because I think 80% of people getting a, a, a fitness uh, membership, they stop going after two, three months because they don't see the immediate results. And you have to discipline exactly. yourself to keep going and keep returning and keep on going. Yes, brother. I mean, that's the key is that, you know, nothing in life that's worth having come easy. So you have to have that discipline. You have to have patience. And, and, and the gym teaches you that. I pay for seven gyms a month. I pay for seven memberships a month. Okay. <laughs> 
So I pay seven gym memberships a month all over the United States. That's, and then of yeah. course, <laughs> I've never been to your I've never been to your town. I hope to come visit your town one day to film. But when I go out of the country, I pay for more gyms. Well, <laughs> we have uh, a, a very cheap gym here. <laughs> I would love to come visit one day if I'm working over there, man. You know? Yeah, why we not? Can, we can chat in person. You in can person. you can see Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> I see him enough already. I rather <laughs> I rather speak to I rather speak to you. Visit the people. Visit, visit things in Belgium that that I would appreciate as far as culture wise. You know. But, but you, so, you'd, you'd love the chocolate, I think. But you would have to work uh, three four hours in the gym afterwards. Yes, I will. If the food is that good, I have to work that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, when you go to the gym and or when you you are training for acting. Um, Is there anything if you had like like a disappointment? Is there anything that kept you going? That kept you motivated? Yes, you have to. You always, as an actor, you get stress, anxiety, depression mm -hmm. all the time because they always tell you no, you're not good enough, and so you have a lot of moments you are down. So in order for you to really pick yourself up and continue, you have to really love. The, the craft of acting. You have to really love the filmmaking process. You have to really love what you do to, to really stick with it because you're going to have a lot of downtime. You're going to have a lot of disappointment, but you have to find the reason every single day, every single time you feel down, you have to find the reason why you want to continue. And, and, and that rolls down to you have to love what you do. And if you don't love what you do, then it's going to be extremely harder on you and your soul and your mind than it already is. And so my thing is, whatever it is you do in life, make sure you love it. Because if you love it, you will endure anything and everything to be able to accomplish that. And so I vision myself, I picture myself, I'm going to hold that trophy one day. I'm going to hold a trophy for best acting. Pick myself up and I say, Sam, you got a lot more you got to accomplish. You got to keep going. You know? Mm -hmm. So that, that's uh, your personal goal to be there at the Oscars, the Golden Globes? I, that is my goal. One of my goals are to, you know, to hold that trophy at the end of the day. You know, um, if, you're, if you're in it, and you don't want to be the best, then what are you doing it for? Yeah, that's... <laughs> I to be the best. I strive to be the best, whatever it is that I do. And then I think that everyone, whatever it is they do, they should strive to be the best. I'm not saying that it, it comes easy because I had a lot of side jobs before my career took off. So, but the thing is, I was determined and still determined To make something out of it and that's the thing you know you gotta have that determination but then you also have to have a plan and you have to execute that plan in order for for your dreams to become reality you have to go out and you have to work for it you don't sit and you don't dream about it you don't wish for it you work for it and that's my bottle i go out and i want to be the hardest worker in the room brother mm -hmm. 
that's that's yeah really motivational for everyone who's listening i i presume um now i, I do you still remember the very first film very first movie you ever bought with your own money <laughs> well how about this the very first movie i saw because in vietnam there's no movies mm -hmm. and so The first movie I was able to see, brother, it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> you, you know what? The, you know what? The first movie I saw in my whole life—I have no idea. <laughs> the Exorcist. The Exorcist. Oh yeah, that's a tough one to begin with. <laughs> the very first movie in my whole entire life, coming from Vietnam. There's no movies in Vietnam, and I come to America. I saw the original. Exorcist in 1984. <laughs> I was, I was, I was so scared, brother. I was under my mom's bed for like three, three and a half weeks, right? Cold sweating every night, right? <laughs> and my friends, my friends, they make fun of me. They said, "Hey, you're so dumb. You know the monsters hide underneath the bed, right?" And I'm like, "Dude, I know, <laughs> but that's the only place I knew where to go, you know." <laughs> so, but yeah, the Exorcist. Was my first movie. I always love movies every time I watch it because, as a kid, you put yourself in those people's shoes and see what it's like. It's an adventure, you mm -hmm. know. And, and my my second movie I saw was um, this movie called Dune. It was about a spice and the war has ended, and yep. and there's this rich spice, and and you have to you need the spice to survive. And that was my second movie. I I fell in love with the movie making process. For a long time, but I never knew that I could be an actor until Katrina. Uh, uh, certain circumstances, you know, changed my course of my life. But I've always loved film and TV and cinema. I would sit. I would go during the day. I would go to like the, um, you know, when they have um, special during the day where it's only five dollars to watch a movie. I would go in the theater by myself and I just sit and I watch a movie to study. You know, uh, you gotta have the, you have to have, you have to have that love for the film and cinema to be able to combat you know, the rest of the time with the business and and the ups and downs with things. You know, and so yeah. yeah, those are those are my two movies, brother. When I first came to this country, man. Well, you know? I'm, I'm quite <laughs> a movie buff too, so um, I, I know June. It's with the big uh, <laughs> sand-eating monster. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. You know. And then, and then you know, I, I never knew about anything about horror movie, and I seen The Exorcist, so I'm thinking this shit is real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's my first taste of American cinema, man. You know, it was yeah. so real, so amazing, <laughs> so magical. You know, I was wondering that um, you know you, you're you're quite uh, the movie fan and you've been the exorcist and, and you're, you're into acting uh, after Katrina uh, but you also broaden your, your career skill uh, you don't limit yourself to acting you also had your first directing debut with Codename the Dragon yeah yes because um, I was a producer with music with rappers and R&B singers I've always directed them how to sing or how to rap And so um, after some years, I didn't want to just sit there and wait for another acting job. And so I started learning how to write. I learned how to be a writer, a screenwriter. 
screen writer. I've learned how to um, shoot film, be a cameraman. I learned how to direct films. Uh, I learned how to do the cinematography. Uh, I learned how to edit. Um, um, one of my biggest mentors is Robert Rodriguez, who, who directed Desperado, El Mariachi, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. And so he always told me, look, you need to be, you need to learn how to do everything. That way you don't always have to rely on people to make it work. You need to be, need to be and, versatile. And yes, and that's exactly what I did. So I've done five short films uh, directing. I've done, um, I direct music videos. And, and so now, yeah, at the end of the year, I'll be doing my first feature called Name the Dragon. And, and I'm so excited. It's going to be a lot of work because I also played the antagonist in the film. And so I'll be I'll be I'll be pulling double duties like Ben Affleck. <laughs> well, of course, codename the Dragon. Um, I I I actually grew up with the films from Bruce Lee, who is the original yes. Dragon. <laughs> yes. Do, do Enter you? the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. Yeah. The Ring. The yes. Fire. Ring of Fire. No, it's. Uh... I have another one with uh, fire, but I'm, I'm I've lost the name for there. Well, your 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 Bruce Lee with the you enter the dragon, your Chinese connection, your game of death with with uh, you know, so I mean Karima Jabbar, which is the big uh, you know seven foot black fighter who was a RB uh, who was a NBA uh, basketball player. So yeah, yeah, I mean I've I've grew up watching those films and loving it, man. Um, Uh, Ring of Fire is a different movie with a different. Um, I believe Ring of Fire was with, if I'm not mistaken, don't quote me, but Ring of Fire might have been with Bruce Lee's son. It might have been with Brandon Lee. Perhaps because I have bought several uh, because you know I I love so, so the small uh, marketplaces where where they sell old movies you know so so I'm always on the lookout for for those. Uh, Really old timers, so I, yeah, I got no, a series. No, I, I, uh, no, it's great, man. I hope you, um, if you get a chance, if you haven't done it, um, I did uh, two films with um, two kickboxer. We did a remake of Kickboxer. The original star was Jean Claude Van Damme, and so we remade the movie Kickboxer Vengeance and Kickboxer Retaliation. They're both on Netflix, and it also star you know JCVD in it. And I'm also one of the, the one of the lead actors in it. So if you enjoy martial art movies, you know, give that a look and see what you think about it. You know. Yeah, I I, I love every movie, so I, I'll be sure to check it out uh, once the interview is over, of course. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. Thank you. Now uh, you mentioned you, you also are writing. Uh, are you currently writing about something? Yes, I have um, two short films, and I'm writing. And then I also wrote a script for me that I'm going to play the lead in, that I actually play a good guy. And this this story is a true story from someone I met. And the, the name of the script is A Soldier's Tale. It, it tells you a story about, you know, as a young teenager, 18, 19, you sign up for the military. You want to travel the world. You want to make a difference. And that's fine. But then when you get shot up and you're near paralyzed and you get shipped back home, you don't have a life. Everyone disrespects you. You don't know what to do because you can't even walk. 
And so that's the script that I'm writing. That's my baby script. Every actor wants to have a dream role. And that's my dream role because Hollywood does not always give you the dream role. You have to go out there and you have to make your own dream role to prove to them what you're capable of. So that's my that's my concentration as a writer. I want to write something that I can showcase me because 99.9% out of the, the time when you watch me in movies and TV show, I'm the bad guy. I'm the antagonist. <laughs> I'm the villain. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I I love playing the villain, but truly in my heart, I'm a very good guy. I'm, I'm you know I'm a you know hopelessly romantic guy. So I want to play the good guy, and in order for you to play good guy. You have to make it your own way. You have to write your own role in order for you to become that guy. Yeah, we touched base in the beginning of the interview, but um, as yet you're always the bad guy. Um, I mean, and in about two weeks here in Belgium, um, there's Mile 22 coming out. Um, you're playing opposite Mark Wahlberg, and yeah. um, no, we've seen the trailer a couple of times, and we sense like a lot of hostility between the two of you. Um, were you still <laughs> able to grab a beer after filming, or? <laughs> oh no, no, man! Look, what you see on screen is magic. What me and Mark <laughs> were able to do, but we didn't have to be, um, we didn't have to be separated. You know, be, you know before <laughs> the take or after the take, uh, we didn't have to hate each other. You know, uh, while the movie was being filmed, he's a very respectable A-lister. Uh, I grew up watching him as 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 uh, an artist, uh, as a as um, a, a rapper, as mm -hmm. a model, as as an actor. So I have been admiring his work for a long time, and so there was no animosity towards each other. But we were so good at our job that when we do our thing, every scene, everybody. It's just like, oh shit, who's gonna beat who up? Who's gonna shoot who? So I think that that was the unique thing about it is that everybody saw the really great chemistry between us two. So I can't wait till you guys see it and then you know tell me how you feel about it. You know? Yeah, I'll definitely let you know because um, I'm definitely gonna watch it in the the cinemas. Um, I'm also, like I said, movie buff. So so I try to. Uh, constantly watch movies, different movies, also indie films. Um, so when when you have the time, because you know you have to work too. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I I totally understand, brother. And, you know, uh, take your time, and when you can, um, I would love your your feedback on what you think about the movie. You know, uh, I think I think you guys will enjoy it. What we did, um, and and so yeah, let's you know let's see what happened. And then at the end of the, this month. I have another movie come out with uh, with Tom Hardy, Venom. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I can't wait till you see that. That's going to be great as well. And, and what is it about? Uh, Venom is about um, a reporter played by Tom Hardy, um, and he happens to find some uh, some things that came in from uh, from outer space, and it turns him into Venom. And it's you know you should Google the trailer. I'm at the end of the trailer, and that is the thing that made my face go viral uh, millions of times with the fans all over the world because of, of you know I get eaten by by venom. So when you Google the trailer, you'll be like, oh yeah, Sam, you die again. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you're the villain for a reason. So. <laughs> 
Yes, yes, most definitely. A villain always die so the hero can be applauded. You know what I mean? Yeah, once a villain, always a villain. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So I have to write myself a role so I can get out of being playing the villain. But don't get me wrong, I love playing the villain. Yeah, but I, I can, uh, you know, what you always can, can, can compare yourself to, um, for, for if you're always the villain, um, not all good guys are, you know, like sacred guys. Uh, if you check out Bad Boys, they're actually yes. villains, but yeah, good guys, you know. Lethal Weapon, of course, of course. same partnership. Oh, I love Lethal Weapon. So yes. uh, you, you've got oh, yeah. one good cop, bad cop, but they're also the good cops, you know. Oh yeah, I mean no, I I, I love those films man. Uh, um, Lethal Weapon one, two, three, and four, Rush Hour. I mean you name yeah. it, you know, Die Hard. <laughs> you name it. Though. Like I love those. I love those movies. You know, no, so it's great. Yep. Now, um, you, you've said that you're working, you know, to writing uh, your own good good guy uh, story. Um, if you would have like unlimited budget. You know, with unlimited budget, you can choose whatever actors, actresses uh, you want, all over the world even. Uh, what would be your your top movie about? What would it be about? I think that what my movie about, I I, I like the classic underdog movie. Um, because I think that a lot of us in life, we're not always born with money. We're not always born with you know big cars big houses so we are we're a common man for me i like to tell a story of a common man you know overcoming his triumph to become something so for me i like to work with actors who are actually about their craft their work um i don't necessarily have to have all the cgi or the big actions in the world i like you know story Because that's what moved me, is that when I watch a movie, whether it's action or a lot of CGI, for me, what's important is, what's the story? Mm. What is it teaching me about life? You know, can I relate to it? So for me, it would be more a dramatic story for me. You know, that's why that's how I want to tell a story. Um, I think that it's great with, you know, the Marvel, you know, you know superheroes. I, I love it. But... I love the story, and I think that's why your fans, they're going to love Mile 22, and they're going to love Venom, because Venom is an amazing story before all the wonderful CGI stuff that you see. You're going to see a wonderful story, and you're going to see Tom Hardy like you've never seen before. And I'm blessed, lucky, and honored to, to share the screen with Tom Hardy for a few scenes. But it's amazing, and he, he was an amazing uh, superstar to work with, brother. If you have to have to choose one uh, favorite movie of all time, which one would it be? Oh shit! How? How can you choose? <laughs> you, I can't. You, 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 your movie buff. Yeah. I couldn't imagine you, you choosing a favorite movie because you love them all. I, I love a lot of movies. That's correct. <laughs> right. So. I don't know if I could choose one, brother. I, I honestly can't because I love so many movies. I can't just choose one, you know. So that's a tough question. That is something I can't answer to you. That is one question I can't answer to you because I can't pick a favorite movie. 
But yeah, it depends on the situation, of course. If you're together with friends or you're together with, with your wife, then, then yeah, that's a change of movie. <laughs> of course, of course. I think that it all depends on the genre uh, to, to, to pick your favorite movie. But, you know, when you're a movie buff, you just love it. And so there are a lot of movies that I'll sit, I'll be watching over and over and over and I still love it so it's um you know it's just because you love you love watching it man it's like, as a kid because when I watch a movie I love the movie I don't feel like I'm, I'm I'm an adult I feel like I'm a young kid just sitting there and enjoying this adventure you know mm-hmm. I can completely I relate to yeah that's how I see the movie you know it's just, it's a uh, it's, it's such an amazing experience you know Yeah, my, my girlfriend always always gets annoyed because once I watch a movie, there, there may be a bomb exploding next to me. I wouldn't have heard it. No, me neither. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would. I'm the same way as you, brother. I would know the difference. No, you know. And she gets mad. She's talking to me, and I, and I'm like zooming it out because I, I can't hear anything. I'm completely into the movie. I'm. I'm experiencing what 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 the the antagonist is is experiencing I'm, i'm experiencing every single moment of the movie and then afterwards you get like your girlfriend who's completely mad next to you in the sofa and you're like what's wrong <laughs> well put it like this your girlfriend or your wife they always they always can be mad yeah <laughs> So, so you might as well enjoy the movie and say sorry later. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell her that <laughs> I cut you yeah, on I mean, tape, so uh, I can prove you said it. <laughs> yeah, yo, please say it because you know why? As as men, we always gotta say we sorry anyway. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, if I if I gotta say sorry all the time, at least let me watch my movie. You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> brother, to women, we will always be wrong. And I'm okay with that, brother. I am perfectly fine with that. But just, I ask them, hey, just let me watch my movie. Let me watch my TV show. And, you know, and then, and then everything is fine. I'll do the rest of everything they want. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a saying in Belgium where you say, um, you can't live with them, but we can't live without them. <laughs> Oh, in America, you have one more saying. I know, I hope I don't offend you people, but it's funny. You ready? Yeah, of course. Okay, here you go. In America, they say you can't live without them. Mm-hmm. You can't live with them. And you can't kill them. But they can kill <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely, brother, man. It's, um, you know, it's life, man. You know, all good. Yeah. Now, um, we mentioned, so we have uh, Mile 22 coming up, Venom coming up, Codename the Dragon coming up. Is there anything else coming up except for your script uh, where you play the good guy? Yes, I have one more movie with um, with um, my favorite friend, director Robert Rodriguez. Uh, I have a movie coming out. It's an anime action movie. Um, it's directed by Robert Rodriguez and um, produced by James Cameron from Avatar. And 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 then it comes out December 21st, so that's a really nice uh, Christmas gift for me and for the fans to get <laughs> to see Alita. Yeah, to get to see Alita Battle Angel. It's a great film, uh, heartfelt film. It's an underdog film, and and I love that, you know. And so and so, I can't wait till you guys see that. 
And it's called? Uh... Alita Battle Angel. Okay. I, I hope they, they, I hope we can see it here in Belgium too, because that's always, uh, yeah, the question. <laughs> no, no, no. You will see it because it's, it's a very big film. It's a very, very prominent uh, a studio. So I'm sure you guys will see it probably a couple of weeks or a month right after the, the, the release in the United States. Okay, so really looking forward to that too. Um, now, yes. before, before we end this interview, I have like the most important question still to ask. Yes, ask away. <laughs> What would be your weapon of choice in a zombie apocalypse? My weapon of choice would be an AR-15. Okay. <laughs> you have 30 shots each clip. You're going to need it. <laughs> Now, I can lie to you and tell you that my hands, because I am a martial artist, I can use knife, I can use, you know, the Kali sticks with the, with the Filipina and scream my butt. You're fooling yourself if you have a zombie. Why don't you ask me that? Because you know why? Tell me. I am... Me and my wife are actually prepper. We are prepping for the zombie apocalypse in real life. We, we, so we've seen a, we, a show on, on, I think it was Discovery, uh, Doomsday Prepper. Yes. Yes, I am one of those. Uh, we, we're buying land. Uh, we're going to build our shipping. Our house is going to be on a compound uh, three, four hours away from our city. Um, we're going to be self-sufficient. Our exterior of our home is made by shipping containers. So once we shut the door, no zombie can come in. And we're going to be second and third, third floor up. And we're going to pick at the zombies shooting down at them. And the reason why I say AR-15 is because I collect guns. And I have two AR-15s, a few handguns. And realistically, if you have thousands or hundreds of zombies coming at you, You're not going to be able to fight them in hand-to-hand -hand combat like The Walking Dead. It's not going to work that way. Yeah, that's for sure. So, <laughs> so <laughs> you, better have an you better have an automatic weapon with a lot of ammo. And so it's so funny you ask me that because my weapon of choice would be an AR-15. It's got 30 rounds per clip. And I'm actually a very tactically uh, proficient um, person because um, if you look at my social media, Uh, Mile 22, uh, STX, um, they trained us a lot with uh, ex-Navy SEALs, um, ex-Army Ranger to prepare for the movie Mile 22. Mm -hmm. And so you see what, you, you see videos of us actually training, uh, speed reloading. Uh, we, do, we go from uh, primary weapon to secondary, which is you shoot with your AR-15, and then when you run out, you can flip your AR-15 and go to your handgun, transition smoothly, without missing a beat. So we train all that. So I'm, I'm, I continue that for the rest of my life with that training, you know. So, so you're, you're prepared? Yeah. About the zombie apocalypse, because yes, a lot of my friends, they laugh at me, but I am a prepper. Brother. Now, um, I think that, that, that were the questions I, I'd love to, to ask you. I'm, I'm going to uh, let you enjoy your day, of course. Uh, yes. Thanks for, for making the time. Thanks for, for having yes. this interview. And I'll sure let yes, you know um, 
how 20 mile 22 was no thank you brother thank you for having me and i was it was an hour and i hope your fans enjoy everything we talked about and um and we'll speak again soon yeah let's do that thanks again okay thank you have a nice day okay thank you you too bye bye, -bye. So that concludes our interview with Sam Medina. Don't forget to like on Facebook, share the tweets, just give us some love and until next time.